Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In the event that you've been waiting still for the Kenny Pickett breakout, guess what? You might have just seen it. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning from Indianapolis. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of penguins and pirates that I'd welcome you to check out. Same place you found this. Steelers 24, Colts 17. Not the most scintillating football game I've ever covered. The first half, I'm not going to lie. I had a tough time staying awake in the press box at some points of it. But by the time the second half came along, and as long as you maintained what I think is the right focus, in observing this football team down the stretch, there was a lot to like. And nobody, nobody exhibited more of that than Kenny Pickett. The numbers aren't going to blow anyone away. And I have a feeling I might be saying the same thing about him years from now. He was 20 of 28 for 174 yards, averaged 6.2 yards per completion, No touchdowns, no interceptions, three sacks. Nothing super exciting, right? He did run the ball six times for 32 yards. A couple of those were pretty important pickups. But again, nothing where you'd go, whoa, there he is. There's our next generational quarterback with the five zillion yards and the multiple touchdowns. And there are two reasons, I dare say, that we're not there yet if we ever do get there. One is, reminder, he's an NFL rookie. He's new at this. In fact, he didn't even start the season as a starter, so he missed out on all the first team reps through Latrobe, through practices for a month, and all that other stuff you've heard a million times. Two is, he has to overcome right now a lot of stuff that maybe other quarterbacks don't have to overcome. I'm not going to keep preaching uh, again and again and again about the offensive line, but you see it. You see some of the uh, positives. I thought they played pretty well at some points of the game, even the guys on the left side. But you also see the times that they don't. You see the great catches that will occasionally come from someone like a George Pickens, but you'll also see Pickens make two drops. You'll see Deontay Johnson drop a touchdown, which should have been a sure touchdown. You'll see Najee Harris go down to injury when they were already missing the backup running back, Jalen Warren, and they had to turn to Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland. 
And yet, you'll see, with the game on the line and the Steelers needing an offensive drive to win it, guess who won it? What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. It didn't happen right away. The Steelers' offense managed a total of 18 yards in the third quarter. Didn't go well at all. But again, that's part of the adversity that you have to overcome. First Monday night game, uh, playing in the stadium where the last time Kenny was there, he was... Uh, participating in the scouting combine. Uh, all of this is stuff that's very real and needs to be crossed off the list at some point. And what Kenny's doing is progressing week after week after week. I mentioned no interceptions. Well, he hasn't thrown an interception in a month. It goes back four weeks ago to one in Philadelphia. Mike Tomlin hated, very clearly, as you'll hear, the question that I asked him about Kenny, but I asked it anyway. Mike, what are you seeing from Kenny in terms of week-to-week progress, in particular his ability to overcome adversity, shake it off? Guys, you guys ask me that every week. Mm-hmm. You know, He's getting better every week, and it's in a very natural way because of the experience. Um, he's a competitor, he's smart, um, but it's still a lot of meat on the bone, and, and it's just the process. Uh, but like I always say, he's good enough and we're good enough to win while that happens. And so we're not grading him or us on the curve. Right. We acknowledge that he's very much in development. Uh, you can ask me next week, and I'll tell you, he got better in all areas again next week because with each snap becomes exposure and sharp guys, guys that are competitors, they grow from those things. Hey, whatever. It was a good answer, right? That's why you ask questions to get good answers. I don't care what his reaction is to the question. I also asked Kenny. Uh, a little bit later after that, just what his comfort level is. Like, is is he feeling more like he belongs with each passing game? Yeah, I think I think every week you play in a system, you play with guys, you're just going to get more and more comfortable. I think it's just, you know, you know, football and, and playing the quarterback position, it takes a lot of time. It takes continuity with guys to continue to improve. Um, you know, and I think we're seeing that on tape. We're seeing that week in, week out. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing to make the big jumps and everyone wants to make the big jumps. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to take the positives and continue to go. And, and, and sooner or later, you'll see that big, that big leap you made, you know, as a group. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's special and that all comes together. So that's what we're working towards. If you ask me my favorite trait about Ben Roethlisberger over the course of his career, number one, way up there at the top of the list, and this is going to sound superficial or intangible or whatever else, but it's that he was a winner. If you put Ben in a situation where you would say to yourself, man, you just, you need that guy who's going to win you this game. That was almost all that Ben had left at the end. If you'll recall, you'd give him some scenario in the fourth quarter and he'd find a way through it. That's the trait that I'm seeing in Kenny. And no, I'm not exaggerating it or hyping it or anything like that. The team is four and seven and then blah, blah, blah. But so far, when you see him with his back against the wall, whether it's of his own doing, and occasionally it has been, or whether it's of his offensive teammates doing, which it is almost all the time, 
he finds a way. He pushes through. And, man, that's that's a heck of a thing to see from somebody when their NFL career isn't even a fraction of a season old. This is who Kenny Pickett's always been. This is who Kenny Pickett is. And anybody who's waiting for, you know, him to become the next Patrick Mahomes or something like that is probably going to be waiting for a long time. I will take the guy who finds a way to win games. When we come back, J1Q. Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Dan Patterson, who asks, why not take the handcuffs off Pickett at this point? He seems mature enough to handle failure if it doesn't go well. He has some backyard football in him. Let him grow. Here again, though, Dan, I think that kind of happened to an extent in this very game. On the winning touchdown, the run by Benny Snell, that was a read option. That was called by the quarterback. Here's Mason Cole, if you don't believe me. Kenny called it. You're on the timeout, and Kenny said, I want to run this. And, uh, I was off work. It was a run play, so obviously I was for it. Um, but to see that confidence on on third and two on the goal line is uh, big. It's, it's exciting to see and just uh, really show who he is as a leader and the command he has on the field. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, right? And on the two-point conversion, speaking of Ben, how about Kenny rolling to his left, seeing absolutely nothing, and then making his way all the way over to the right side of the field to find George Pickens, who was smart and alert enough to move with him. I asked George about that play afterward. It was kind of like a scramble drill, so uh, not really planned at all. Uh, I kind of, I had a fade. Uh, he scrambled to my side. I went left, I went right, I went left, I went right. And then he ended up finding me. DB was already turned around, so just got to catch him. You are just following Kenny there? Yeah. Yeah, he followed Kenny. Maybe everybody should go along with that. I appreciate the question, Dan. I hope those individuals helped answer it for me. We will have another one of these tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.